Welcome to Coping with Ghosting, the show that provides hope, healing, and understanding for anyone who has ever been ghosted. I'm your host, Greta, from Southern California, and today I'm diving into the incredibly important topic of mindset and how this can play a significant role in healing after being ghosted. My guest is Josh from Mindset with Josh. His YouTube channel and Instagram are jam-packed with great ways to cultivate a strong and positive mindset, and today he's sharing five ways to have a healthy mindset when it comes to being ghosted. Josh, please tell listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so thank you for that wonderful introduction. Um, Yeah, um, a few things about myself. So I've basically been on this journey of figuring out what it takes to create an awesome life for yourself for a long time now. I feel like I've been on this journey for almost like 14 years, maybe even longer. I've just always been fascinated by what it takes to basically make the most of life because we all know that we only have a set amount of time and we none of us know how long that time period is. And I realized at some point that mindset is pretty much that thing that determines the quality of your life. And it, it just it goes, it affects so many different aspects of life. And one of them is being ghosted and just relationships in general. So it's just one of those really interesting subjects that touches on so many different aspects of life. And I've just been fascinated by it for a long time and basically I'm dedicating my life to studying it. That's incredible. I could not agree with you more. And let's just dive into it. So what are your top five ways to have and maintain a healthy mindset around being ghosted. All right. So I'll go through them by, I guess, in a way that kind of is order of importance. So the first one is practicing self-love. So for those of you who don't know, self-love is basically the way that you treat yourself. And it's kind of like you want to think about treating yourself the way you would a best friend, because so many of us are kind of mean to ourselves. We don't treat ourselves well. And It's a really unfortunate thing because you're going to be going through your entire life in your own company. So you should only treat yourself the way you would somebody you deeply care about. And I found that practicing self-love really helps with getting over being ghosted because quite often when we're ghosted, we feel like we aren't worthy of love anymore because somebody just kind of told us that, well, they didn't quite tell us that we're unworthy of love, but more so that's the way it often feels because of the way they treat us, the way they just kind of leave us in the dust. So practicing self-love really helps you get through that by basically providing for yourself what they would have provided for you had they stuck around, in theory, because that wouldn't always be the case. But in theory, yeah. So it's a huge thing. And that's why it's at the top of my list. I really like that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a game changer for sure. And then... Number two is knowing your worth. Now, this one goes basically hand in hand with self-love because self-love helps you develop your worth. It basically helps you get to know yourself enough that you're able to understand what you bring to the table. Because that a lot of knowing your worth really is about how well you know yourself. It's not really... A lot of people kind of think of it as like just understanding the, I guess, skills and 
personality traits you have that make you a desirable partner, but it's also just knowing who you are so well that you won't be phased when other people kind of misjudge you or see you as being unworthy of them. Basically allows you to get to that place where since you're rock solid in your belief and your opinion and value of yourself, other people aren't going to kind of set you off course. So then when you get ghosted by somebody, if you know your worth, you're going to say, hey, like this is this may even be more of a loss for them mm-hmm. than it is me. <laughs> and it's, oh, I like it's just, that. Yeah, it's like it's a good way of thinking because then you're kind of not going to, I get, I don't want to quite say play the victim, but you won't take it as personally in a way because mm-hmm. you'll know what you bring to the table so much so that if you have positive qualities, you'll know that, hey, yeah, they're missing out on those positive qualities. They didn't give you the chance and that's their loss. So it's a very powerful thing. What are some ways to build um, your own self-worth? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what I was going to get into next. So Mm -hmm. knowing your worth is basically, it's a practice of getting to know yourself. So one thing that I actually did for, I don't even remember how long, but I want to say it was definitely, I think, more than a year, I'm pretty sure. I developed a, a practice that for a long time I had it as a daily practice, and I highly suggest doing this, which is just kind of meditating on the question of who am I, just mm. spending maybe five to ten minutes and just answering it as honestly as possible. So that would literally be listing your personality traits and even skills that you bring to the table, just everything you can hit on that describes who you are and makes you who you are. And a really important thing here is to be honest with yourself because, I mean, you're going to know if you're lying to yourself, so that's, mm-hmm. that's not helpful at all. So you definitely don't want to to do that. It'll just make you feel worse. But it's a really powerful practice. And if you stick with it for, I would say you should at least do it daily for a few months and see if you can handle like that habit because it it can almost be life-changing you literally get to a place where when people like say things about you even if they say it with like a a mean intent if you know what they're saying is wrong you just immediately brush it off because you're like okay that's not me they don't know me well enough so it's a really powerful practice that is incredible and for listeners out there who start that and have recently been ghosted, I just encourage you to also remember to really consider some of the more positive things about yourself when you're exploring who you really are. Because so often after we're ghosted, our self-esteem is shot and we just focus on the negative. So I just want you to yeah. remember that that's important too. Definitely. That's that's a very good point. Yeah. And then to jump into the next one. So number three, that would be putting yourself first. So this one, it's kind of, well, it's a bit self-explanatory, but to, to get into that a bit more, a lot of people have a tendency of putting quite a few things above themselves. And if people are in that phase of kind of being a bit of a hopeless romantic, quite often they'll even put someone they're dating, not even in a relationship, someone they're dating above themselves And that leads to a situation where if that person then ends up ghosting you, you'll be devastated because you place them so high up on your list of priorities. So putting yourself first basically corrects that issue because now you're going to put yourself at the top of your priority list and take care of yourself first and foremost. 
And then you'll have other people at like number two or number three on your list, but you're not going to place them above yourselves. And this basically allows you to kind of prioritize your own emotional health and well-being and then help other people along the way, as opposed to if you put them first, a lot of people will also kind of try to draw their happiness from that person as well. So then you're not driving your happiness from within either. And that's another unhealthy thing because yet again, if that person leaves your life, then there goes your source of happiness. So putting yourself first is powerful because it basically like self-love allows you to provide for yourself so many things that you would try to gain from a partner, like your happiness and validation and that sort of thing. And Real quick, I do want to touch on how putting yourself first isn't selfish because a lot of people like to think mm-hmm. of that as well. Right. They think, oh, I can't do that because wouldn't that make me selfish or a narcissist? And mm-hmm. that's that's not the case because if you put yourself first and still genuinely care about other people and you're not willing to kind of step on them to get ahead in life, then you're not being selfish. You're just putting yourself as your number one priority, but you still genuinely care about other people. Selfishness is more so where you put yourself at the center of everything and you don't care anymore about how your actions impact other people. So as long as you still genuinely care about others and you're still kind, that's not being selfish at all. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's not a valid excuse for not practicing this really healthy and awesome thing. I agree. And For me, that shows up as I don't clear my calendar for somebody who I'm dating. I always just make sure that I put all of my activities first and then somebody can fit nicely into the puzzle of my life and complement it. I don't make them my higher power. Exactly. That's an awesome point for, I understand that this is a podcast, so I was nodding my head heavily throughout what she was saying (laughs) because it's so true. That's a, that's, that is a huge part of it. And a lot of people as well will kind of, like you said, clear their calendar for dates and whatnot. And w- as soon as you do that, you're basically prioritizing that person. And that can take you down a path that you don't really want to go. And especially if you're going to turn down like stuff that you had scheduled for your own self-care or stuff with friends. It's just not usually something you want to do. <laughs> All right, let's get into number four. So number four is acceptance and forgiveness. So this this is a fun one because it's often pretty difficult to do after being ghosted, at least from my experience in the past, it, it was. But acceptance and forgiveness is all about basically letting go of the way that person treated you and just accepting that it happened and then deciding to not let it kind of affect you emotionally going forward because that's often what we do we allow that situation to have this power over us and whenever we think about it it makes us feel not so good and even in some cases you can have a deeply emotional response if you feel like you basically don't have any worth because of what the person did or the way they treated you so forgiving them is basically something you do for yourself it's not saying that you condone their actions because I mean, we all know that ghosting is a pretty cowardly thing to do. So I don't mm. think any of us would ever approve of that behavior. But when you forgive someone, you're not approving what they did. You're just saying, hey, I have all these emotions surrounding this event and I want to basically let go of them and 
forgive that person for my own sake so that these emotions no longer master me. So that way I can continue on with my life and be happier going forward. So that's what you want to do. So don't think of it as giving that person a, what's the word, like a free pass for their behavior. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not that at all. It's basically just releasing emotions for your own health. And what have you found are some of the best ways to release those emotions? Oh, that's a great question. For me, one of the things that I found is most helpful is, and this um, is going to sound a slightly counterintuitive, but you basically want to allow yourself to fully feel your emotions because in a way it's kind of, you kind of can't release emotions if you don't feel them because otherwise you'll repress them or try to ignore them. And when you do that, they kind of just get shoved down, but they never really disappear because if another situation arises in the future that reminds you of a previous one and that you had all these emotions tied around, it's going to trigger you and bring all those emotions right back up to the surface. So fully feeling your emotions is how you release them. So you basically, for me, that's kind of like a meditative thing where you just want to just find a quiet place, sit down and just check in with yourself and see how you feel in the moment and then start diving into how you feel around certain situations. So in this case, it would be around how you got ghosted. So you'd want to think about that scenario and then try to figure out what you're feeling in that moment. And another thing that can be helpful is trying to figure out where that emotion is residing in your body, because that's also another intriguing thing is quite often our emotions are kind of associated with certain areas of our body like for me anxiety tends to be in my stomach like it feels i feel in that area so if you're feeling sad or depressed or just hurt try to figure out where that emotion is and then just feel it allow it to kind of expand a bit see if you can try to make it get smaller basically want to see if you can feel that emotion enough that you can almost control it. And then after enough kind of meditating in it and fully feeling that emotion and the way that it kind of interacts with your body, you can let it go. It's kind of interesting. Emotions are almost like energy in a way. Like it's, it's, it's really intriguing. So that energy needs to be, something has to happen to it. We know from physics, energy can't be created nor destroyed. So when that energy arises in your body, fully feeling it basically allows it to get transmuted into, I don't don't even know what it becomes, but basically (laughs) it allows it to no longer exist in the form of that emotion. So I know that sounds kind of, what's the word? I can't even, metaphysical, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's just, that's what has helped me is just fully feeling them, thinking of them as energy that kind of just gets released and then they're gone. And it doesn't affect you anymore. I'm completely on board. I always say, feel your feelings. I know it's painful, but, you know, I've heard that it only takes about 90 seconds for your feelings to really go through you and those big waves of sadness. It's just, it's 90 seconds. And if you can let that happen, then that's when the healing really is happening. Yeah. So 90 seconds, that's not a long time. It Mm -hmm. can suck, but I mean... 
90 seconds for freedom in the future. <laughs> exactly. So worth it. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a bad payoff. All right. And for the last one, so number five, learning how to enjoy your own company. Now, I have that at the bottom of the list, but it's still incredibly important. And it's not something I would say, basically, in a way, I should almost say that these this list isn't quite tiered, although definitely self-love and knowing your worth and putting yourself first are really high up. But learning how to enjoy your own company is huge because this ties into all those things where it basically allows you to be happy on your own. This is that step that basically helps you create your happiness and derive it from within so that you're not needing to pinpoint it on other people like when you're dating and then if they end up ghosting you then yeah you lost your source of happiness and it's no fun so learning how to enjoy your company is is literally just as easy as doing those things that you enjoy on your own not needing to have friends with you or a romantic partner or family members being able to do things that you enjoy by yourself whatever it may be be it reading a book playing video games playing <laughs> basketball or whatever it is even going for hikes and walks and that sort of thing just learning to become comfortable in your own company doing the things that make you happy so that way you're not waiting for other people to be happy i used to do this in the past where i would always want to hang out with friends in order to do the things i enjoyed and then at some point i realized why am i doing this i can do these things on my own and they make me so happy that kind of pushing them off waiting for company seems dumb because you're not always going to have company yeah, so that's a huge thing especially recently <laughs> yeah yeah so true yeah. yeah someone will help immensely with being ghosted because then you'll be comfortable and happy being alone so even while you're single even after that person goes to you you're not going to feel devastated and you'll just say hey, you know what i'm happy and i'll wait for someone to come along who actually appreciates me brilliant these are all this has been incredible and i just wonder is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners about the topic of ghosting yeah so i guess one really important thing here I'd like to touch on is the importance of focusing on choosing people who also choose you. Because so often when we're ghosted, we kind of turn inward and we think about all the things that we did wrong. And we don't really ever ask ourselves whether or not that person was actually good for us. Right. <laughs> we don't ask whether or not they were choosing us, whether or not they really wanted to be in our life, because that's more important. Quite often, you will find that you didn't do anything wrong and it's all on them because they're the one who made that choice. So realize that you want to find people who like you, who want you, who want to keep you in their life, people who will consistently choose you. So when you start thinking that way, it makes ghosting a lot easier to handle because then you'll be thinking instead of woe is me, you'll start thinking, you know what? This person did me a favor. They prove that they weren't capable of choosing me, that they weren't capable of seeing my worth and that they didn't want to include me in their life. So they're saving me time and energy that I would have spent on them just to find out later down the road that they still wouldn't be capable of choosing me. So it helps you so much because then you think of it more as a favor instead of just this tragic thing that happened to you. So I highly suggest working on all those five um, steps I mentioned earlier, but then also just thinking about that concept of 
only wanting to choose people who also choose you and never wanting to chase people. Because if you're chasing someone, they're not choosing you. So nobody is worth chasing. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. My gosh, choose people who choose you. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Well, um, can you remind listeners how to connect with you? Oh, yeah. So I can be found on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. And my Instagram and TikTok are the same handle. It's Mindset with Josh with no um, spaces in between, just all one word, Mindset with Josh. And my YouTube and Facebook are Mindset with Josh, where it's Mindset Space with Space Josh. And got content on all platforms, but probably if you if you really like uh, mindset content, Instagram is a place to follow me because that's where I post the most content. Otherwise, YouTube and TikTok I just and Facebook, I just kind of throw the content that I'm making on Instagram there as well, <laughs> just to kind of reuse the content. But Instagram is kind of the hub where it all originates. Yes. And that's where I found you and we connected. So I, I love yep. it. I, I find some valuable gems on there every day from you. There's a long history. So just take some time going through it (laughs) and you're going to learn a lot. And Josh, thank you so much for being here. Your insights are going to help so many people. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right, listeners. One last thing. Remember when you are ghosted, you have more time to connect with yourself and those who truly appreciate you. And a friendly reminder for those who wish to connect with me, visit at Coping with Ghosting on Instagram or Facebook or copingwithghosting.com. And be sure to download my free guide that outlines five ways to soothe your heart and mind after being ghosted. Enjoy! You're just a good-